0: hello welcome to journey into comics 330 i am your host nate here with no excitement no enjoyment Uh, not happy to be having to have this conversation in the world that we live in but yet here we are but before we dive into that conversation joining me today on this quest that i feel we are taking is uh staples of this show Welcome back, both Brando and Tyler, to the show. How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, I'm tired and angry and uh, dealing with everything else that every other American is dealing with. I mean, I'm on medication right now, and I'm still, like, maximum anxiety. Yeah. It's just not, not necessary, you know?
0: Totally. What about you, Brando? I'm troubled. Troubled, yeah. I'm deeply
2: troubled. Uh, I know here on this show we like to take, you know, take you out of the real world crap. You know, let's dive into stuff that's cool and nerd and geeky. And, uh, you know, let's have fun and dive into the, in, in, into the world of comics and, and video games and TV shows and stuff that we just, like, fill that void and um, occupies our minds that we don't, you know, we, this is a show that you can go to to not think about all that stuff but there comes a point in time where significant moments happen that it we have to address it we because I feel like for us to carry on in this moment without talking about it ourselves without talking about it with our audience um, I think it it seems to try to like distract and lessen its importance and I completely understand if any of our listeners and, and viewers and all that stuff on podcast services all around the globe. If you guys don't want to hear this, if you guys don't want to talk about this, think about it. I understand. I completely we'll, understand. We'll that.
0: catch you next episode.
2: Yes, absolutely. That and I
0: promise you that next episode, Brando, let me just give a little bit of future trip in here. I did just realize the date, my friend. And as we record this episode, we're not quite there, but the next episode will officially be our celebrating our seven years as being a podcast, yeah. which is a pretty cool thing. But today we're not we're not talking about that.
2: No, and hopefully when we go to record that episode, we'll be in much higher spirits uh, to, to want to celebrate that fact. Uh, totally. But the fact is, is that uh, as this airs last week, something very significant happened to our country. We live in the United States of America. Anybody going on? around the world sometimes you know we seem like complete idiots with the way that we do our society in our in our government and they're not wrong <laughs> they no are, not at all they're not wrong with that with that sentiment but here i when i got home from work and as i always do i, I feel that car into park i look at my phone the first thing i see is a siege at the capitol And I'm like, what? And yeah, uh, people broke down the doors of the center, the epicenter of our government. And this has not happened in 200 years. And it just so happened to be a group of people. See, there's a lot to unpack here, and we're just, and we're just getting started. There is no free – you know, this is free form. There is no format. There is no notes. We're just three dudes going to sit here, and we're going to share our thoughts. Um, walk down our timelines a little bit. Because when you, when you look at the group of people that were there, it's so weird because there's, like – there's the mass group of people, and then there's different segments of people within that group. See, that's where it it gets really confusing because why are they there? A lot of them – some of them are there for their own agendas that that fall in from the main agenda. Others are there just because they're angry. There are a lot of people who are there and were peaceful. And we in this – You're not wrong. We in this country, you have the absolute right to do that. You have the absolute right to walk down that street, hold up your sign, and speak what's on your mind it doesn't matter if any of us here agree with you or anybody out there agrees with you you have the right to do that you know that is what makes our country great is the the freedom to speak your mind however there are certain caveats that come with it. you ha- you have to be safe you, you cannot incite violence you um you have the freedom of speech but that freedom is like a lot of people take that as a blanket statement and it's not necessarily like a statement um, you have the right to say what's on your mind and 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 raise your fist and be angry but you you cannot bring upon uh, violence and death along with that and that's whether or not the plurality of these people wanted that whether or not the individuals wanted that that is what happened on 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 Wednesday. Uh, people died a police officer died i, I think my, there might have been another one i i, no, I uh,
0: as of today there are a total of three police officers dead and then three that were up on the other side of that okay. uh the most recent police officer death is really tragic because he killed himself really yeah i think he was literally i mean traumatized by that experience and uh you know, he might already had dark thoughts and shit, but I literally just read that headline before we came on. So, well, yeah.
2: I also saw, and and I also want to note that I'm not, uh, for this next statement, I have not read upon it. I, I, I was told this, so if if this isn't accurate or, or 100% true, please bear with me. But there was, a, there was a, a police officer who was there. Now, the officers, the Capitol Police, were severely undermanned and, and understaffed because they were there for a, they were they were prepared for a peaceful protest. They were not prepared for a ransacking, um, which is part of the problem. Yeah, no, yes, and I absolutely agree. They they when you're standing outside of one of the most important buildings in our country, but also the world, seeing as how our country plays such a big place and a big factor. In world politics, that you know, when they say the president is the leader of the free world, it's a turn of phrase, but in a way that's not too far from it. the The person who's sitting in that seat is a really powerful figurehead in the biggest countries that play a role in 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 the zeitgeist of world politics. And when you when when you have a building. That is not as protected as it should be when you know for certain there's going to be X amount of people there outside. to me that is it's, it's, I, the police chief resigned, if, if, if I remember correctly, but what I, I forgot to say what I was going to say. Uh, there was a a, a a female officer who um, was hit. Yeah, with a fucking uh, fire extinguisher. Well, well, no, there, no. He was killed. I, I'm talking okay. about another officer. This, this, this officer didn't die, but oh. this officer was struck, and this officer hit back, and that officer has now been fired for hitting back. What? And again, I don't know if that's. I'm not. I, I, I heard about it. It was. Uh, I want to say associated with the, the girl who called out her mom. Her mom told her, You can't go to BLM protests because it'll get violent and I want you to get hurt. Meanwhile, her mom was there and she called her out on social media. It's like, Is this you with a bloody cheek or whatever? Like you got punched? Because that cop decked her after she decked the cop. You, seeing this, the, the sight of one lone officer with a baton on the steps, swinging, Running away. Well, swinging. No, this guy was swinging away, holding back people. There's that guy, but then see, there's also in the other images, the other images of some letting them on through,
0: to go. Well, and that one, uh, rep- the House representative from fucking West Virginia, got uh, he resigned because he got arrested.
2: He, yeah, he did get arrested yesterday. Yeah, there's a lot of arrests that have happened because of this. Um, more to come. Yeah, definitely more to come. And every single one, every every, every single person who breached that hall needs to be charged. Um. Now, well, and
1: it's 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 incredibly troubling too, because you know, as as I'm sure we're going to get to, um, if those were Black Americans, Asian Americans, Latino Americans, gunned down, Native Americans, thought. they would have been shot. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, I probably have the the harshest opinion of the three of us, but every single one of those people, the moment they walked through that door, should have been killed, should have been shot.
0: No, 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 Tyler, I said the same thing, 100. percent And here's why Uh, I grew up believing that the Washington, D.C. was a sacred ground. And that if you went there to fuck around, you, in fact, would find out. And that's why nobody tried shit. Sure, you see protests and whatnot, but you never saw shit happen as as it did, you know, recently. And I always believed that, like, if you stepped foot on any part of Congress that you weren't supposed to be on, that they would shoot you on site. That was what I was always taught growing up, like that's how they how seriously they took it. And to find out that it's, at least in this one instance, which is a disgusting
1: visual, uh, not the case at all, I agree. They should have been gunned down. Maybe it's a good representation of how how lax that we've gotten in the Capitol. You know, they're, they're, um, you know, obviously, you know, we just brought one of the elephants out of the room, the— you know, how it would be if it was a minority protest or, or, you know, plug any, anything else. That's not uh, a Trumper thing, you know? Um, but I know a lot. I, I still have a pretty good um, line of contact with a lot of people in the military of, of various importances. And this is big because we have now looked weak on the world stage and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then there's obviously this stuff with the pipe bombs and, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily know what to believe and what not to believe like normal, you know, every time we've had to talk about something like this on the show, it's like, you know, what, without being there, you know, what truthfully, what do you believe about that kind of stuff? Cause it's all conjecture until it's proof. But, uh, it's, 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 it's embarrassing. You know, I, I we, we've, we've, like the three of us have 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 said stuff in the past it's like you know it's it's pretty embarrassing to be an american this week because of this you know trump's made us look like animals here and it's like you know what i i i really am fucking embarrassed you know and 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 it, it's incredibly saddening to me you know i've i've been uh pretty radical in some of the stuff that i've said in the past but you know to to storm the Capitol building and accomplish nothing for for, for a total, absolute, 100% waste of time. And um, just,
0: uh, you know, casualties that happened as a sidebar.
1: Yeah, unnecessarily. You know? Un-
0: yeah, unnecessary casualties. Thank you.
1: And, uh, you know, I- I've made the joke before that maybe... You know, my, my whole life, France has been a stereotype uh, on the world stage. You know, they're weak and, you know, they can't do war and, and blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you what, uh, those fuckers had two revolutions and they've, they've been pretty, pretty okay ever since because um, they started dragging politicians into the street and said, uh, give us some food or we'll kill you. And they laughed. So they killed them. And then less than 30 years later, they did it again. So really, really disappointing for me to to have all that, that uh, you know, chest pounding and, and, and um, I don't even know what to call it because it's just, it's pathetic.
2: Bravado. Yeah, um, I mean. Something, this, this could be a, a hot word or keyword or anything like that, but something that I've coined when I think about this is uh, perverted patriotism. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these people, somewhere in their mind, in their heart, believe that they're doing the right thing.
1: Well, it, it's I, I think you know there's so many people that throw that word around patriotism. I'm a patriot, you know. I mean, I, I, I think we're pretty far past patriotism, and it's now it's like nationalism. Uh, and there's been a lot of countries. Uh, in the world that have shown really bad examples of that and what not to do, mm-hmm. uh, and and we're we're falling right in line, stepping right behind them. Uh, it's pretty pathetic, really. Yeah,
2: today mm-hmm. I I saw a, um, a it was a video from Arnold Schwarzenegger, a seven minute video,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know he was born in nineteen forty seven. So he he came into existence right after uh, World War II. World War II, and he got to see a, a lot. You know, he was born in Austria. He got to see a lot of what the basic fallout of the fall of Nazi uh, Germany was, and uh, his own father was in there. Neighbors were in there, and he said. Uh, a key factor in that was that how people had to deal with their uh, first stuff, like their battle scars, but their emotional scars and their guilt from taking part in something because a lot of people, his dad and neighbors included, were led by lies. And then the fallout from that is like, uh, he said that he was embarrassed and he's never spoken publicly because it's a bad memory, but his dad would come home and drink and beat him and his mom and brothers and sisters. And, um, he actually didn't think it was any weird because he saw the same thing happening to his neighbors and they were doing the exact same thing because they, they could not deal. Now, um, I thought it was very poignant that he said that because a lot of the people who were there are being led by lies. It's one thing um, for us to sit here and have a political conversation with somebody who is on the opposite aisle and they support a president and uh, we can have two different opinions and then there's a complete difference when we have somebody who is in a seat of power who is spreading an absolute lie. It's not even just a political lie. A different point of view lie. I believe this will happen. Well, I believe this will happen. So you you have two different beliefs of the same outcome, or sometimes you have two different beliefs on the same issue and you have two different ways of going about it. No, no. Like this is a direct fall awful on lie. And the and the thing is, is that for a lot of these for a lot of instances it's not hard to dispel them. But again, you have people being empowered by lies. And one of the things that he also said, he went back to a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. And patriotism means to stand by the country. It does not mean to stand by the president. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And... um, Yeah, like... We have entered... Not the twilight zone. But an era... Where not even Barack Obama was this central figure of a party he was a president and he was a he was a he was a prominent figure of a party but you did not see the kind of overflow of merchandise or uh iconography you did
0: see a lot of people on the other side Side-hanging dolls that looked like Barack Obama in effigy, though. yes.
2: But like the fact that when you turn on the television and you see them trying to lower the American flag at the Capitol to raise a Trump flag, tells you what's wrong here. Mm-hmm. They're not raising a Republican flag because they're mad about the Democrats winning the election. I'm matter about a person not winning because that person said it was uh, stolen and, 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 and that's exactly what he said when he lost his very first election outing at the Iowa caucus in 2016 when they went to the Iowa caucus Ted Cruz won Iowa caucus and what did Donald Trump say this was fixed it was fake it was it, this, this was stolen we need to redo the Iowa caucus because this whole thing is a sham so anytime he loses, it's the same rhetoric because he can't let that affect his ego.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, when you have a guy who's been basically taken over an entire entire political party, which is, you know, when it, when I mentioned that Schwarzenegger uh, drew comparisons to Nazi Germany, that's the comparison. Um, uh, you if you want to sit here and talk about the dark side of that comparison, that's one thing, but just on a face value level of a person becoming the face of a movement Mm -hmm. and taking over a party. And, um, thankfully, thankfully our institution is stronger than Germany's was in the 1930s, where he was not, where, at, after being elected president even, Donald Trump is not in a position to place himself in a position of power to where he can outlaw all other political parties. We, we uh, at least, as faulty as our system is, have a series of checks and balances that, that ensure, hopefully ensure, that no single person or entity can do that and take that kind of control.
0: Thanks to ask a really interesting question, though, you guys, with everything that happened, with the way we've seen this last four years play out, the way we've seen Trump and company skirt the system, get around the system. I mean, we predicted he would be pardoning some of these people that were going to jail for him. He's done it. He's trying to pardon himself before he's even gone to jail, which can't happen like the clock is ticking there and whatnot. Is it time to sit down as a nation and have like the do we need to rework our constitution conversation? Like, is it time to really like say maybe this what we thought was democracy doesn't work as well as we thought it was because these ideas were put so far in the past and we've evolved as species, not just as a as a nation. We've evolved as humans, you know, and it's just I look at the whole situation. And I'm just like. There's a lot of shit that just, they fucking found a way around it, man. Trump literally knew he could commit treasonous crimes because he was the sitting fucking president and no one could stop him. Come on. that there's There's got to be
2: something changed. Has to be. One of the things within our government is that As much as anybody on either side of the aisle Would love to come in and overhaul everything You can't All change For the people is all incremental Like it or not More so not Our system of government here is balanced in a two party system The unfortunate part of that is the division On top of that not even within the government itself. Nate, I've talked to you personally about this and had the analogy of entertainment news that it all boils back down to them erasing at some point in the late 70s to into the 80s the law that says the news doesn't have to be factual. <laughs> essentially. Back in the day, you had Walter Concrete who would give you the news. He wouldn't tell you his opinion on it. He gave you the fucking news. And then there were some powerful people who had a lot of money who wanted to push a news channel with a narrative to get their agenda to a base and grow a base. That was the birth of Fox News in 1992 or, or, or like 93. And it started with Dick Cheney. It started with with all these guys on on, on the Republican side all the way back in the 70s going into the 80s. And then, of course, once you have that, then there's an equal and opposite reaction to that. Because the other side's not going to let that just, just lay down and accept that. And over the course of 20 years, we have seen the discourse, and of course, o- over that course of 20 years, technology has grown so much. it, it To the point of where that entertainment news factor where, like, you have in the newspaper. Oh, but look on the front page of a newspaper. It tells you the news. You go a few pages in, you get to the opinion pieces, and it's labeled as opinion. Not facts from John. No, not facts from John. Opinion. You turn on primetime television, you have these hosts – have these television shows and they're feeding you their opinion on a channel that's called news. Opinion does have a role, have a place, but it's got to be certifiably labeled as such. And I feel like that's a big problem because that has gone, people are so closed off and tunnel visioned and this, your cell phone. Because, what else? Uh, ha- what else can be blamed? I mean, just point out not, and just can be seen as having like what boiled down to this kind of thing that happened. Um, the that- ease of a
0: large base of people connecting mm-hmm. yeah. of ideas, and here's the crazy thing, guys, and this is something to think about. 30, 30 years ago or something, if fucking psycho Bob fucking West over here is in his basement cooking up conspiracy theory ideas. He cannot connect with other conspiracists because they are far away from him and few and far between. So the web is just kind of like this like subtle like wonder of, oh, maybe these conspiracies are real, but now you put fucking psycho Bob West on the internet and he fucking finds 50 other people that they perpetuate that shit to the point where they get fifty other people who are thinking about believing it into believing it, and this is where we've got the problem.
2: We have a lot of things, <laughs> a, a, a lot of things, because that, that because that's a big deal. A lot of people they they don't trust, um, the you know just the exactly thing with, the exact thing I said. They don't trust entertainment news. You have the segment of people who watch the one thing, the one channel that speaks to them and tells them exactly what they want to hear. You have that you have that crowd. then you have another, like, like, like the crowd that Nate said that, that they gather online and, and and they share these ideas or in, in some cases the people who have a bigger platform will put them out on the radio or on internet radio or on podcasts. Talking about conspiracies on the coronavirus, even now, yeah, you know, and it's just <clears throat> as I said, there were a lot of different groups and people who were there, but they were there because they were invited to be there to to try and disrupt our our system of government that was supposed to happen that day. People had shirts made up,
0: yeah civil war january 6, twenty one You fucking with me right now? Like, here's the thing, and and I'm just going to take you guys back a little bit as we trek through all this. I worked the day this all happened, and obviously it was, like, certification of the votes was coming, the big excitement, whatever. I was at home, and I started to watch the certification. Right when I left for work, they had just, uh, you know, objected to Arizona. They had officially split, and they were starting that process. I drove to work. And I was like, oh, you know, I wonder what's going on. And I like tuned in right as it was happening, right as they were evacuating, right as they were breaking in. And I kind of like was watching live coverage while I'm helping guests get their weed. And they like have no idea that this like end of the world shit's going on right next to them. And I've got employees, coworkers that are just like, what's happening? And I'm showing them what's going on at the Capitol and they're blown away. And I just there's one moment that sticks out and I feel like because we're a comic book show, it's pertinent to bring this up v and i were standing in the kitchen and we were talking about the day's events and i just like kind of looked at her and i said it really like this time it really feels like we did slip into earth too like this doesn't feel like where we grew up or the world we were even raised in this feels totally foreign it's a it's a weird cloud over the entire sanctity of our system and uh i can't shake that feeling you guys it's really weird
2: well, that's exactly the same kind of feeling that happened after like something like 9 eleven um, yes yes because because the because the whole uh, air and the mood changed. no, I saw this meme guys. the memes were okay on, on a lighter note the memes can't have haven't been able to keep up with everything going on in the world, but it was the meme of Ben Affleck outside smoking a cigarette and looking like he is just done and tired with the world. And it said nineties kids after their tenth major uh you know, earth changing event. Word. And it's like, man, we've had a lot kinda happen since we were growing up. And what's what's funny is that we had like uh we had stuff happen in the nineties, but it like didn't like nothing on this level, like other than like maybe the Oklahoma City bombing.
0: Oklahoma City, Waco, Texas would be Yeah two that kind of stick out you had columbine is a big life-changing yeah. moment that's yeah. when like s- school shootings really became like the hot topic and what put that you know, the try for change obviously we god knows unfortunately we haven't successfully solved that problem yet but you know to speak on that the 90s stuff all pales in comparison because then we moved into the odds and as soon as we got right over into 2001 we had 9-11 and just to go back that's a life-changing experience and then you know we experienced people we knew and grew up with going to war and doing that and that's an experience It's like our generation has really genuinely been through a fuck ton (laughs) like surprisingly and then the crazy thing is there's generations that are before us who have even seen the shit that was right before us and before that and they're still here and they've seen it all and it's like man, they're like, oh, I already fucking handled the first plague and I survived the Depression and I got through (laughs) World War II and handled Korea and Nam and fucking got through all that shit that happened in the 80s with the Cold Wars. Fuck them. And then the 90s shit, you know, like they're just done. You know, no wonder some of those old people just want to check out and go to fucking Florida. (laughs) You know, they don't give a shit anymore, man. Uh, But um, it's really weird, though, because to talk on 9-11 just for a second, that felt some kind of way because, like, mass casualties, totally unexpected. Um, I still, like, the lump in my throat feeling of remembering seeing all that happening for the first time, remembering who exactly told me what was going on. And then this feels utterly different because it wasn't a foreign entity coming onto our turf and trying to kick our ass. It was our own fucking people. Yeah. And you know history is not going to remember them kindly because no, no. uh i can't remember if it was jake tapper whoever it was one of the cnn guys cuz i was i was watching media from across multiple different channels covering it cuz you know all sides were covering it as it was a bad event and it was not like yay we did it guys which was you know thank thank heavens or whatever but like he, tapper or whoever it was said well, you know walter cronkite had the unfortunate duty of saying that december 7th 1941 would forever live in infamy and now we're going to look at you know january 6th 2021 not the exact same but with the same sense of
2: gravity did you say walter what you said walter concrete that was uh roosevelt said day live with infamy no i
0: i think cronkite reported it though maybe i'm high i don't know (laughs) ha
2: Uh, now you know, concrete came a little bit after that uh, i i do believe but no yeah,
1: roosevelt said it on the radio
2: yeah <laughs> yeah i knew what
0: i meant you knew what i meant uh, <laughs> i don't know why i said this, <laughs> this
1: the sad thing and and i'm going to jump in here real quick is that's only it's only just the beginning Nate. like this is some this is not something i'm going to remember because Everything that happens the next 12 months is going to be worse and replace it.
0: Mm, I don't know if all worse. OK, I think that, sure, there's some rockiness. Right. And I think that the next 10 days are important. I think that if we can get through the inauguration, we can actually start to 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 heal as a nation and there can actually be genuine change.
1: The Republican Party is not going to allow us to do that,
0: but they are they're not going cool. to allow
1: us to forget.
0: But they're not in control man and that's the beautiful thing they're not in control now and we've got the opportunity as a whole literally as a whole
2: so um, for them to
0: fix problems that are real big
2: so to to talk about the political uh, realm of this uh, in, in in the fallout I've been following it uh, pretty closely because I, I I'm wondering what some of these people have to say. I I watched some of the reconvening of the Congress of of House and Senate after that, and I commend them for doing it because that to me— For doing their job? Yes, yes, because because people were like, okay, what's going to happen? We had this happen, and I felt like that sent a more powerful message of like, you're not going to stop us from doing the job that we're here to do because that's what they would have wanted is to completely Mm -hmm. disrupt it and stop it. And so I commend them. Even the people who were voicing opposition or, or or objecting, they they still stayed and they still did the whole process. Saw through. But to listen to some of them speak, because some of them um, who who may have went in there to object, like then abstained and recanted their objections
1: yep. following it's the spineless.
2: Events, Following the events of that day uh one of them was our uh, was our own senator uh so um but then it was since then that the the representatives in that party in our government they're kind of splintered cuz there's not a single like if they're um the democrats are drawing up articles of impeachment to, and they they're already drawn up they're going to introduce it uh, on today today that the, this episode drops it is being introduced um it will not be heard in the senate until after the 20th um so there's that uh to which i actually saw somebody post something's like you can confirm a, a supreme court nomination in 8 days then you can you then you can hear an impeachment trial in 10 um but, regardless, they're, they're, the party splintered. A lot of people are staying quiet because they know they lived it that day. They, they wouldn't have to have a hearing on what they're accusing the president of doing.
0: Nope, because they all ha- are live witnesses.
2: <laughs> because they all saw the byproduct of it. So, therefore... A lot of them stood up and said, you know, almost damn near every single one of them said this is bullshit. Some of them more loudly than others. Um,
0: And then I'm gonna say props to Mitch McConnell who had a couple really, really powerful speeches during the uh, the whole that whole day. Um,
2: weirdly enough, (laughs) to say to say, yeah. I I mean,
0: as if 2020 already couldn't be any weirder.
2: (laughs) Well, and well, okay. So like the thing is, is that I want to kind of even myself trying to try to keep away from my own partisanship uh, because there's a lot of people on the other side who I don't agree with, but there are some people who spoke that day that made some really good points. It's like, this is bull shit. And ben I, you, sass, I think is a great example of that, but you don't know if they're Iowa. hollow words or not, it's, you know, and there's that because you also have the same people who, uh, just a few months ago were right there, trumpet blowing. So, um, you hope that that they see the end is near and that it's time to turn over that leaf and move forward. (laughs) Uh, there's going to be a segment of that base. That's always going to be, you know, they believe that they did a good thing and that they won that day. Um, in fact, they're online right now trying to, they're, uh, one of their big meeting platforms just got taken off. Parlor is now. Well,
0: as of tonight, as of uh, midnight. Yeah. T- well, as for those listening to the audio show, you're actually right, Brando. It is gone. But for those who are watching live on Facebook, it's still Sunday uh, probably. And and until midnight tonight, they have uh, their little weird fucking app still available. But banned from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, let the hammers roll, my friend. That the, was another story.
1: The sad thing is, Holy I kind of, kind of what I was going to point out here, Nate, and, and and you know we're always quick to to point the neg- negativity out. Is we're we're fifty right? The Democrats technically have majority because of Kamala.
0: We do have right? majority because of Kamala. Correct.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. all they have to do is one Democrat vote no on anything. And it's right back to the way that it was: um,
2: There's also a potential uh change. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska is teetering on the mindset of caucusing with the Democrats as of. Today.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, that, that would be great.
2: That may not happen, but she's like, if she she spoke out the other day, big time. she said it's time for Trump to step down and resign. Mm-hmm. He needs to go. It's over. And if this party if that I'm a part of is now one hundred percent the party of Trump, it's not the party for me. And that's good. Yeah. Uh, that's how it should be. And it's unfortunate. Well, I mean,
0: unfor- well and unfortunately, not to cut you off, Brando, but unfortunately Lisa Murkowski's, you know, words hold fucking nothing to the to the real world because she was gonna vote to impeach Trump and didn't and you know, all these things. So, you know, we'll see what she actually does, I guess.
2: My my wife just sent me a uh, cavalcade of TikTok stuff from Parler. And um, it's hard to read because a typical TikTok, they do a screenshot, but it's not 100%. TikTok, off topic, it's hard for me to pay attention to what's going on with it. Uh, even when it's just screenshotted. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> because they put so much stuff on there, and usually there's a song, or they're talking over it, and it's like I gotta sit there and like, like, like it's almost like I I have to adjust my own tuners. I I I gotta twist my nipples. And, and whoa, this, that's and, a reference. Yeah, re- yep. And uh, straighten the antenna. T- uh, talking about, um, I don't know who posted this or or what. Million militia march treasonous domestic enemy Joe Biden or anyone I don't know it's hard to say millions of um, millions of American militia will meet in Washington D.C. on January 20th for the purpose of preventing any attempt by the treasonous domestic enemy Joe Biden or any member of the communist organized crime organization known as the Democratic Party from entering the White House that belong to we the people in the event that justice miraculously served by our re-elected President Donald J. Trump and our reelected president Donald J. Trump is sworn in. The president, uh, the Capitol, and our national monuments will be protected by the proven violent leftist insurgents who have declared war against the United States of America and have been conducting an active insurrection. My God, this is like uh, the this is like the inverse.
0: The irony here is thick, bro. I will say this though: let them go to the capitol on the 20th do you think that the dc capitol police and everybody else is just gonna let that shit go again no they'll make Uh, sure this time they're ready
1: yeah but we also i mean as as um you know as big a proponent i am of things like thunderdome and trial by combat and uh (laughs) you know just outright violence uh I I don't want to see, even though I did, obviously they're insane and they're, you know, realistically it boils down to is they are, they're, um, they're miseducated here. They, they have been brainwashed, you know, was the crimes that the Hitler youth, uh, committed their fault? Yes, they should be held accountable, but they were also brainwashed they were incredible you know obviously you, you know what i'm saying here oh yeah so i what i would hope is that you know the the men and the, the people that w- that are in fact going to show up to this thing i would hope that they would get there and then they would just have like an epiphany or like a uh, like a moment of clarity and say you know what we fucked up because this is not right but I, I i would I would like to see that happen rather than all of them get slaughtered in the street um because that's realistically what should happen
0: well, i mean if if we want to show the world that we're not fucking around anymore, that's how you do it. unfortunately, we' we've d- democracy has been severely damaged like not not just like the Id- just the idea of democracy because i and I don't remember I, again, I heard somebody else say it. It was like, China can take videos of the capital situation, the siege, mm-hmm. and show it to their people and go, this is what democracy leads to. This is why communism is a better option. Right. You'll never have this here because we won't let you. Like, we fucked up. Like, And I don't even mean us. As I mean, I'm just talking as a whole. We as an entire America fucked up. First of all, big f- anger to all the, you know, I don't even know what the word to use is, but all the ineffective, pointless ass politicians in the last four years who didn't do enough to get him out of there. Because we've all seen this mounting. We've seen his base online saying crazier and crazier shit. And every time there is a thought that is like, oh, wow, this is Trump crazy. Like, I can't even believe Trump would go this far. And, and, you know, his base won't believe it. They do. They buy See, into they, it.
1: But they benefited from all of that because it allowed them to commit crimes and atrocities out of sight, out of mind. When the spotlight's on Trump, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. That's why he's in office. Because let's go back in time to, to, to 2015, and it's like, you know, you've got the Republicans and the Democrats saying, if Donald Trump wants to run, let him run. He is unelectable. He will not be elected. I remember very vividly arguing mm. every day with a co-worker of mine, and I said, he is going to be elected because people are going to fucking eat this shit up. Yep. And every politician in D.C. was like, hey, uh, we get this guy in here, we can do whatever the fuck we want because he is the only thing they'll pay attention to. And that's how it's been for four years.
2: Absolutely. And it's funny because you have the same people who just four years ago, uh, maybe five now, were saying, hey, we can't go with this guy because it will fundamentally damage the party.
1: The Republican Party condemned Donald Trump and said, absolutely not. It is not happening. And look who is in office right now. The party is full of spineless, weak-minded people.
2: And uh yeah, the moment that it seemed like their constituents were going for him, they're like, Well, looks like he's the perfect option. I mean And you know,
1: I, I I get the argument of you know, so many people, and I was one of them. Uh we cannot let Hillary Clinton in the White House. And you know, for for to play devil's advocate, I might still feel that way a little bit. But we fucked up, we made a mistake our generation acknowledges that a mistake was made and shit needs to get fixed. And you've still got all these spineless politicians in D.C. on both sides that that want to make speeches and boo-hoo about how awful the other day was. Every one of them has a mouthful of shit.
2: Um, They're accountable. Now, there are, there are things that are, that are planning to be happening. I saw a very interesting video today about How the Congress can interpret the Twenty Fifth Amendment—that if the Cabinet refuses to do it, they uh, can—that the Twenty Fifth Amendment is basically the Cabinet or a caucus that that is deemed suitable by Congress, essentially, so they can put together a group of people that are like health experts and whatnot. I I like how uh, because you refresh that. Uh, Now you and Nate have swapped sides on the video. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Hey. He's
0: going to swap again. Here we go. (laughs) Do we switch again?
2: Once you did it once, now it's like, nope, ain't doing it again, man. What if Nate shuts his off? Uh, Probably if I shut mine off, it (laughs) it might do it.
0: Wait, am I I just shutting the video off?
1: Is is that what I'm doing? No.
0: Yes. Yeah, shut the video off? Okay.
1: There you go. And back on. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. <laughs> We've done the docido. Oh it. shit! My bad. No, My, this this webcam for some reason I don't know why, but it loses focus all the time. Yeah, um, there's a give way- it
0: some
2: Adderall, bro. Uh, you may be able to turn autofocus of focus off in the settings, but mm. um, so what is impeachment going like? They're going for impeachment again, right? Uh, the difference is is that even the people who defended the president last time are saying. We're not defending him this time. And um, that even the people who say that there wasn't a case last time when there was a case Mm -hmm. are saying there's a pretty open and shut, closed case. The only thing is, is that the Supreme Court has labeled pretty definely what inciting a riot or insurrection means in previous cases. So, therefore... You can make a case, but you may not necessarily win that kind of case when it comes to to regards to Donald Trump. If you're able to successfully impeach him, because the impeachment case would happen well into um, the beginning of, of the next administration, so you're not removing a president from office. So that brought me to question, what would that do? And if, if I am understanding this whole thing correctly, because I am by no means an expert on our government, but seeing as how he wouldn't be in sitting in office if they did decide to... If they got 17 Republican senators to sign on and say, put a stamp on this, impeach Donald Trump, that would mean he wouldn't be able to run for office again. Mm-hmm. Um...
1: And it would also deny him any mm. uh, uh, monetary or benefits for, for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um,
2: now there's, as you said, or uh, Nate said, there there is some talk about him trying to pardon himself. And I want to say that during the Nixon administration, there were some clear statements made about being able to pardon himself. The thing is is that that, that, that that has never been classified or put into any sort of part of our Constitution. And the other part of it is is that it, it's, it's basically a legal argument at that point. Um, so, because you have a, a situation that's unprecedented, you can argue it either way. The other part to that is that he may lose that, and that might be a more... um less enticing avenue to go down when you could resign and try to get your vice president to do it the thing is the vice president and our president have not spoken since since before wednesday Mm -mm. uh they have not uh, they may have now pence
1: ain't going anywhere near that
2: um from now this is from everything that has been spoken he was pissed
0: well, yes. his life was genuinely in danger. There was a guy trying to find him to execute
2: him. Multiple people there to execute him. That's crazy.
1: Hey, real quick, um, as far as the, the self-pardon thing goes, there there is a very cut and dry uh, number of people who have the power to pardon uh, in the United States, governors being one of them. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not... Uh, a Supreme Court justice or anything of that nature, but if a governor can't pardon themselves, then Donald Trump can't pardon himself, the way that I look at it. So that, uh, that's a
2: good argument. For, it's for very much
1: unprecedented, but we might be able to look through, you know, obviously there's a, a finite amount of, of presidents. Mm-hmm. Um there's been a shit ton of governors.
0: Yes, there has. Surely one and of them been has several... been dumb enough
1: to try it. Didn't Blagojevich float that idea? I don't. I don't. I don't know.
0: I, I I feel don't,
2: like I don't Ron know. floated that idea before he got. All you got to do uh, is it. look at his plethora of Illinois governors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, totally. Just start going down the list uh, of all the BS governors that they've had. Like, well, uh, okay, okay,
1: But but surely one of them tried to to pardon them uh, themselves because you know uh, they're all criminals. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I thought the the Trump Pence shit was going to get real stale Uh, and by that I mean I thought it was going to play you know play out just the way that we thought it was that Trump would resign or Trump would get arrested you know uh, through secession Pence would become acting president and then he would just pardon Trump and then away we would go but obviously the last couple weeks has shown that Pence is only out for number one he could give two fucks about Donald Trump you know, which goes all the way back to when Trump announced him as his VP candidate. Um, you know, we knew Trent, Pence was playing the long game from the from the get go. Um, he had his little, you know, his little sandbox in Indiana. Uh, I mean, we can't afford to let that guy uh, be in office. You know, we'll all be getting electrocuted.
0: No, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, to to talk about that, too, though, the whole Pence situation, you know, he also had pretty good speeches uh, after the whole siege and everything. Uh, But I also still think that he's got shit he's done, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that it's possible that once we start to uncover the true criminality of the things we don't know about Trump, what was in the phone call with Vladimir Putin and things like that. Uh, Which once- one? Well, all of them, because like, you know, they don't keep records of them for whatever Uh -uh. real, real, real weird reason, or at least that's what they tell the U.S. Because I'm sure Russia has a record of everything, but Mm -hmm. I digress. Yeah. So. To me, it just seems that Mike Pence kind of kind of still can be fucked by the system that he is unfucking. And then we have a beautiful situation here, and I want to talk about Mitch McConnell for a second, where. I think his whole goal hitching to Trump was like, right now, whatever I can do, I can't make the Republican Party look weak or divided because that's when the vultures come in. That's when shit gets sour. And in him trying to keep the entire ship held together by fucking, you know, Wonder Bread and Super Glue, (laughs) like, I don't know why that works, but like. He's He tried really fucking hard, and and apparently the wheels have come off now, and and it really showed the Republicans made the fools of our nation. It wasn't uh, the Democrats that were—I mean, and not every party's perfect, and I'm not saying it, but, like, their inability to act and to see what the president was actually doing for what it was and not to just get wrapped up in the idea of agenda-based stuff.
1: When it's not just their ability to—their inability to act, it's their— their inability to look at an, an acting issue and developing problems and ignore them boom to to outright choose to ignore them you know we've heard our whole lives that you know if you if you withhold information from somebody that's the same as lying to them if you look at a problem and you ignore it you are committing the problem
0: yeah you're you're
1: if you're not a part of the, the solution, you're you're a part of the problem. I didn't That's mean a to great still, old deadline I didn't mean to slow your roll there, Nate, but... No, 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 I mean, it's the, okay. The, the whole Republican Party needs fucking held accountable for what has happened the last four years.
0: So then now I have another question because I feel like Trump is only one part of the much larger puzzle. You have a lot of these Republicans, senators, and House members who still support him right now as we're talking.
1: And that's not even including, uh, you know, the the actual, like, state governors. How many state governors have thrown their support in with Donald Trump over the years? There's a lot of them that are sitting at their tables, too, you know, probably worried about what's going to roll downhill because where does shit go? It goes downhill. Yep,
0: it goes down fast, too, but, like, I don't know. It just, to me, I feel like there's a lot more questions we're going to have than answers because— if you determine that Trump is a traitor to the nation and that he incited a, vi- a violent mob against our own country, which is evident by the evidence that he did, him and Giuliani, uh, it just do all the Republican Trumpers get marked and then slowly removed and impeached from office? Is that how they're going to have to do it? I mean, how's that going to work? You're not just going to let that them might fit be a bit in extreme. office. But you're not going to let them sit in office for two years and keep Trump rhetoric
2: happening and keep it relevant. You got to stamp that shit out. We'll see. Well, true. A lot of these, a lot of these politicians will, like as, as we saw with the beginning, will fall in line when it comes down mm-hmm. with, when, when you have a leader who's going to take because that's what Mitch McConnell is. That's what uh, McCarthy is. They are leaders of that party, and they're the people who have been put into, put into a position. To basically call down and then below the leaders you have uh, the party whips who not only is it their job to whip up votes for certain things and do do negotiations with other people in the same party to to try and get the votes for the stuff that they want to pass it's to get the rest of the party to fall in line and if there is a look the Republican party in this election kicked ass Trump didn't. I mean, he still had 74 million people vote for him. And he still lost roughly about the same measure of which he won the previous election. But but when you look at state levels, when you look at the amount of seats that they brought back in the House, they did very well, which means that people, there is a lot of people out there who voted for Republicans constituents, but did not vote for the president. Yep. And so what we could be looking at. If this were the opposite and Donald Trump was reelected, we would be looking at the next election, at uh, the, uh, the Democrats, the seats that are up for grabs, they would be poised to take back the Senate and possibly make deeper gains in the House. Because after – there's always a huge whiplash after a, an election, and, uh, especially a major one, and we're going to see what happens in 2022 because um, – and it's going to depend on how these two years are. Right now, the, the the Republican Party as constituents are pretty splintered. What I am see is going to happen is that this Brando, like basically kind of playing prediction, they're going to eventually fall back into a single file line because they're going to see potentiality to try and gain seats in the House, take back the House, and possibly the Senate. It may not happen, but that way they could at least put some bracers onto the onto President Biden. Because that's, that's what the party, any party on the opposite side would, would want. It's like, look, if, 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 if President A gets to do everything that they want, that doesn't work for us. So we need to be able to have our voice in this p- picture and try to put a few roadblocks in his way to see if we can work together. Now, obviously, that is, a, that is the way that our government is supposed to work. And it doesn't always work that way as basically how it's been roadblock after roadblock. Pretty much, uh, you want to say the last four years, but it's been even longer than that. It's been since 2010.
1: Yep, and 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 a lot of that too is what I was trying to point out earlier. Is, you know, there's a lot of uh, Democratic representatives that are very easily swayed, uh, and can be very easily swayed, you know, to vote right in line with the Republicans. Yeah. All all they have to have is one that votes no, yeah. and it goes the Republicans' way, you know, and, and and plug whatever whatever person in there you want, and at least in the uh, the Senate. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see what actually happens when, when they start to vote on issues, you know, I imagine it'll be pretty timid at first and they'll just let the Republic or the Democrats have their way. But once they start to get to some serious shit, you know, I, I I don't think it's going to go, excuse me, the way that we think it is. Um, one, one of the biggest issues I think with, with our you know, with our two party system is pretty much everybody just votes party line. Yeah. And it, it needs to be fucking issue to issue, bill to bill, whatever. A Republican vote can vote for, for a little bit progressive stuff every now and then. Uh if it if it benefits the nation as a whole. And we historically we haven't done that. It's I'm gonna vote red and you're gonna vote blue and Sucks to be you.
2: And we'll do this. We'll go this way a little bit. Then we'll go. We'll tug it back a little bit. And then we're gonna put. Yep. We're gonna take this part down. It's exhausting. Down. No, it it truly is. And the more that you, the more that you become politically aware. You know, I said that there have been roadblocks since 2010. Come on, there there's been roadblocks since 1992. There's been Roblox since since you know the 70s, eighty You know, it it's been our it's been our politics. But the thing is, is that every generation that moves forward that becomes more politically aware. That's kind of when you start paying attention to it and, 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 and to the zeitgeist and to the um, uh, to the ridiculous like mantras, I guess, like things, things that get said. What, what what I'm going to be interested to see in is that, OK, so we um, I, I believe it was on Friday. The president said he would not be attending the inauguration mm-hmm. to which to which Biden said that's that's a good thing. Um, which I, which I actually thought was kind of funny that he would say that's good. Yep. And then, uh, but then Pence said he will be attending the uh, you know the inauguration. So yeah, another thing that they are not one to one on. And uh, I think didn't Pence say that he would attend if invited? Well, and uh, Biden said that he was invited. Oh, sweet. Asked I him, I know if like oh, so Trump said that he's not going. He goes that's probably for the best. He goes. Well, didn't you say that you would want him there? He goes, that's if he, you know, we were laying the groundwork for a peaceful transition of power, and he was in that right mindset. But he's obviously not, so I don't want to do that. What about Vice President Pence? He's welcome. You know, nice. Um, now, of all the stuff that I, I went through, uh, my wife sent me a a huge. Uh, posts from Parler about them planning a massive march on, on, on the inauguration. And I don't know if you guys can see this, but basically they want to surround the, the, the surrounding area of Washington, D.C. with people being armed. And,
1: um... That's how you get shot.
2: Um... You might think those are AR-15s surrounding our capital. You would be wrong. Those are, in fact, fake guns. But the important thing is that the media will say they are real. Don't worry. They are they are professionals at this and it is, and so the desired effect will be achieved without us actually bringing, breaking a single law. Furthermore, in addition, they're not to break any laws, we won't break any laws quote, either. Black guns are uh, an imp... And uh, I, she put her damn face on top of the damn text, and I can't read it. Not my wife, the the, the lady who put the who posted this on TikTok, who got this from Parlor. Ah, um, oh, here we are. Black guns are an extremely important cultural symbol to us, but not unlike the way kente cloths and sombreros are to those some those other cultures, which are far more important than ours. What?
1: It's saying That's that uh, the. Uh, cultural heritage of black people and Hispanics Oh, more base- important than whites.
2: They're saying it in tongue-in-cheek, essentially. Mm-hmm. To celebrate the culture we choose to identify with. We shall form a circle around Washington, D.C. on January 20th, 2021 with our fake black guns. But it won't just be any circle. It will be with a circle of distrust. What? It, uh, it, uh, it gets even funnier. Uh, there will be... Tons of festivities, including country music. Don't worry, there 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 are no tall casinos nearby. Wow!
0: Wow! Wow! Way to make a Vegas joke, assholes!
2: And music from other genres. We're waiting. <laughs> We're waiting on replies from Kid Rock and Ted Nugent.
1: <laughs> Is Iced Earth gonna play?
2: Uh, no, no, no. You- they are not. Sh- um. Ted Nugent was recently renamed the Mao City Madman by the incredibly culturally diverse organized crime organization who suddenly says they are standing up for our republic and our constitution a lot because they are so obviously communist and they will continue to try and to gaslight people uh, long after it has become ridiculous. Strict dress code where only items uh, uh, list are such possible. Shirts with pictures of guns hats with pictures of guns Pants or shorts with pictures of guns. All MAGA items are unanimously uh, uh, like approved. Uh, MAGA items with guns get double points. <laughs> like, are they giving away cookies here? Uh, not allowed. Shit,
1: if they're giving away cookies, I might go.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, not allowed. No patriotic masks because Vic Freeman says painting the prison bars red, white, and blue doesn't make you free. If you're going to be a patriot, don't half-ass it. Regarding coronavirus con- concerns, weak animals die. Get over it. Exceptions to no mask rule: masks are to protect the most vulnerable, so you may bring fetus-size mask.
1: Did you say fetus-size mask? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, more info to come. Click the "I will never submit" button at the link below, but after entering your email to get the. Least politically correct update you've ever seen in, in your earthly life. Now, I, I also heard that there was a um, there was a post going around on, on Parlor where, like, you know, you know, I'm someone who's involved in within the White House, and President Trump is wanting to pardon every single person who has been arrested and charged for their role. Uh, what was happened on Wednesday? Leave your name and your address. And, and the crime that you think that you committed below to, to to see, and that way we can get this done quickly. And there were apparently a, a, a crap ton of people commenting with their names, sort of like their states, and the crimes that they, you know, hey, I, I kind of did this that day. So, you know, FBI rolling in
1: on the damn parlor, <laughs> hey, do this. <laughs> God, one, one positive thing that's come out of this, all my shitbag family that I no longer want to associate with, mm-hmm. they all shook their fists at the air and said, I'm leaving Facebook and Twitter for how they're treating our Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, I said that in that uh, accent unnecessarily because these people are all from California. Um, <laughs> but... uh, uh Hey, I couldn't bro, be happier. I
0: love my Don Trump.
1: Please leave and never come back. Do-do. Can we just point out,
2: like... There, the, Our species needs eradicated? Well, yeah, they're, they're, hey, there's <laughs> aliens out there. We have found prothean beacons here. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: aliens- hey, what do you think about that? We, we should know in, like, uh, June. They gave A part of the coronavirus bill was in the bill... Every major government agency has to release to the public uh, the details they have on UFOs within the first 180 days. If what I read was correct,
2: that could be. Um, I I remember seeing some of that, and people were like, "Okay, so that's important." You know, I mean, granted, just remember, guys, when they pass legislation, especially stuff that's like long-term uh, negotiated you're going to get stuff in that bill that has absolutely nothing to do with anything that they're trying to pass. But like, this is where they can pass it, so they put it in it. Yeah. I mean, look at that health care bill that passed, you know, uh, for the Affordable Care Act. I mean, there is this, like, there's, I mean, that's a thousands of thousands of pages, pages of documents of stuff that you just, some guy in Minnesota wanted something. So he's like, okay, we need his vote, so we're getting this. Again, <laughs> You give it to him. Um. No, man, everything that's happened that happened that day, I mean, it was hard to turn the TV off. You know, I was thankful that finally when the surrounding National Guard showed up, uh, that they got the crowd under control, pushed them back, were able to get democracy back on track going whether or not you me or tyler or anybody else out there listening to this or watching agrees with anything that happened we have a system and that system needs to continue for this operation to keep continuing and you know there is no reason for for the kind of thing that happened because when you start as we said at the beginning there were multiple different factions of people there were people with a blue lives Blue, blue stripe American flag blue lives matter flag attacking police
0: because it's all a sham bro it's all a game the whole entire thing is designed to just cover their bullshit oh the, the police killed this African American gentleman well blue lives matter too man and then they perpetuate that lie because they're racist and then guess what it's not about that no. It's much deeper. These people are just genuinely filled with hate. These are hateful pieces of shit, man. I hate to say that. I'm there, there, there might have been some people who were just peacefully protesting, and we did see that. There were people that were Trump supporters that stayed far the fuck away from the siege, but there were also people that went there to start a war, and uh, it's not acceptable. No. It's not something I think should happen in our country. I think that it has, again, damaged our democracy greatly, and we're going to have to take time to heal from this. Uh, but I will say, and I think maybe this is, you know, Brando, you and I have not talked about the the one real elephant in the room. And I need to get your thoughts, because I haven't shared my thoughts, you haven't shared your thoughts on the John Schaefer situation. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, <laughs> like god damn it bro
2: all right, so politically, I've never really been inclined uh to agree with him. What's weird about his situation and that's and that's why i I said what I said earlier because there is some f- some segment of of truth to this statement. There were other people there in different groups that weren't there just for a you know they had other minds, and that's where that that perverted patriotism comes in it's people believing in. A rabbit hole, uh, basically. Diving deep down into a rabbit hole. Um, I don't whatsoever support what he did because I feel like he's wrong. I feel like he has been misguided. I feel like he has been lied to. Just, that, just like the Schwarzenegger thing that I said. Um, he has never... Now, here's the one thing I will say about him, and I'm not defending him. He has always been a straight-up dude. You talk to him, you get the, you, he's always straight. It's it's a bit different. He's not the guy that's going to be like, (laughs) like, I don't even know his name, but the lead singer from Trapped who's going out there spouting off on the Trapped account with his and then hiding behind his keyboard. Yes. No, no, no. He uh, no. John's never done that. He has his beliefs. And if you want to talk about it, he will talk about it. But like you better be ready because there's it's a it's a rabbit hole. You know, do I believe that our system is fucked up and there's corrupt people in there? Yes. So me and him agree on that. Do I believe that there's a shadow organization that is looking to oust a president that he uh, that they believe is is actually going to try and damage their grip and bring about bring about a one world government? No. No, I do not believe that. So that's another thing. You know, uh, conspiracy theorists, uh, uh, the Alex Jones of the world, which before we got on the air, I just saw a clip of him basically calling QAnon pieces of shit, which is hilarious. At s- this s- point, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's just like, uh, what's really unfortunate about the whole mess is that John has written a lot of music that, have, that, that, that has moved me emotionally not politically there's not much of his same not much of his politics in his music you know he when he's at his shows when he's up there at the microphone is he is he pulling kid rock or ted Nuge? just not like we mentioned all. is he no no he's not doing that he's there for music he's there for metal he's there for fun
0: and i mean we, we would know we we saw them twice on the same tour on the same tour yeah and and it was a, a two different shows obviously but the same experience for sure and it was very much not about that
2: no no, no he uh so that that's where it hurts, and it feels almost kind of like a breakup um the fact is, I've got an Ister shirt for every day of the week, and I feel like much like uh other symbols or flags, that is going to be changed due to his action. He wasn't wearing an Ister shirt, mm- he was wearing a seventy six shirt, and here's the kicker. he has never outright. Put his position in support of Donald Trump, but I think there, there, there's no, no doubt that he supports Donald Trump. He was wearing him on like, like like on the back of his vest. So with within that, there is sort of a there's a rabbit hole like there's a whole cavalcade of rabbit hole perversion there, a uh, perversion patriotism, and he is 100% undoubtedly wrong. There's other guys that have been in that band, past and present, that are great people. And uh we just got a uh, they uh the other the the other four current members put out a joint statement yesterday. And Hanzi put out a statement as well. He's from, you know, Demons and Wizards and Blind Guardian. I haven't seen Hanzi's statement, I saw uh, the other guys. No, I mean, he's shocked and appalled. Doesn't condone violence, and he's like, I'm, but for right now, until there's more news, I'm, uh, please respect that I'm not going to see anything else. Because obviously, uh, Hansi's over in Europe. In that shit, I have no doubt that the other Iced Earth guys got together on, and and talked. They might even talk to John. I don't know. We don't know. We knew that he is being sought after by the FBI. Um, in and, and as he should, because. There, there's one picture of him pointing and yelling. Can you point that and yell? that's
0: CNN, CNN used to talk about the Oath Keepers. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah.
2: So can you point and yell? Yes. But doing so, where was he? He was in the hall. So there, you're breaking the law. I mean, that that's, you. you need to be charged. Now, from what I understand, um... Basically, inter, unlawful entry is being treated as is being treated in, like in the superior court, not the federal court. Um. Now, however, there's other, it's pe- a, but
1: it's a federal building, right?
2: So, like, I, I'm wondering how all these offenses are being laid out because the people who have already been arrested and charged, there's been like a little bit of a difference in how they're being charged. Obviously, the dude carrying a name like Nancy Pelosi's podium and uh you know carrying that off <laughs> you guys, you guys <laughs> playing the old uno flip-flop over there
1: i just saw too the the guy that uh he was wearing a mask and all that but the guy that came in carrying the bundle of uh zip ties yeah to yeah you know to to hold people against their will he just got arrested in nashville he is a former uh air force veteran i think oh really i think so
2: now look you know um yeah, no, like, that whole, like, music deal, it, it it like, it's a real shame. Well, and I mean,
0: here's the thing. John Schaefer was not the only musician-based person that was there that's in, like, kind of the stratosphere, because I saw that Michael Graves was also there. However, he didn't actually break in to anything. He wasn't, you know, that dumb. But, like, I guess my thing is with this, with, with the John Schaefer thing is, like, he is just a guitar player, and I know he everything that band is built on. Trust me, Brando, you and I know, he's the fucking Steve Harris of of Iced Earth. You yeah. know, as far as the creation and inception and everything. But I also see that if he goes away to prison for ten or fifteen years, that's his music career. That's yeah. it for him.
2: Well, it currently, and, it currently. I'm, I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry sure, to cut you off. But sure. it, But it currently could be anyway. It, it, like it all depends on the level of charges brought against it. Yes, Um, because he could be labeled as like even if even okay. Let's say you have uh, federal crime charges and everything. He pleads guilty and gets like I don't know. I'm not even sure what kind of sentence he would get because because we don't know that yet. We're not at that part of this process yet. Could could. Could there be a maximum sentence? And and they, do they want to make examples of these people? If I were the government, I would say yes, make examples of these of these people because we need to absolutely show that if we're not going to shoot these people on sight, you're going to be in a hell of a lot of problem, and hell of a lot of trouble for the rest of your life. Uh, but I don't know. Could it be one, two, three, four years? Who knows? But if that's the case, if he does serve time, there's that career. But also, let's say he doesn't serve time but, <laughs> by. By saying this and that, maybe the charges are a bit less. Maybe it's lesser than that. You could be placed on a no fly list. That band can no longer tour. He can no longer leave the country. He has, you know, there are two members of that band that are, one's in the UK, one's in Canada. You know, so like effectively that whole thing is done. Um, Neuters the band. It, it, it does. It, it absolutely does. And, you know, it, but it, what
0: if. The- they replace him or just continue on and change the name
2: i mean if they want to continue on and, and, and form a new project that's awesome do it you know you and i have met Stu. we're we are friends with Stu.
0: yes i, I actually messaged him yesterday just see so i haven't heard back yet but i'm yeah. sure he's inundated with shit you know
2: well i mean yeah he's been a lot of people are coming at him um and and a lot of it was silence. Why aren't you saying anything? It's and I can understand why you'd be silent. Here's a guy who you have seen as your brother, guy that you've like last ten years you've been like this with him. You know you've We've had been these, like seeing you at the Capitol, Brando. Right. And well, and it's like you you've had these conversations, whether you do agree or you don't agree. Here here it is an action, and it's like uh, you don't want to go out there and say anything off the cuff, especially when it comes to business, because there's a business here. We we have other people in mind here. We have other people in in their families. You know, on on one hand, if if you want to stick your fork underground and and definitely say that, that's one thing. But for anybody who's going to stay quiet until you know everything, because us here sitting here with this situation, we don't know everything. We don't know if he's been he's not a hard guy to find because he's not necessarily he's not the biggest musician in the world. He's not a, you know, a Ted Nugent or a kiss kind of like where you could just, you know, big celebrity. But because he's known it would be hard to find him you know and i well and then
0: interesting things have happened uh, i don't know if you saw this but there's no ice earth merch on the website anymore of course john was probably shipping that out or had you know direct contact with the people that were shipping those orders out mm-hmm. and uh I, you, the other question now becomes to brando if you're wanted by the FBI, don't you just turn yourself in? And you know, I mean, they're gonna find you. So make it less bad. Now he's a fugitive of the law too. Like that is kind okay. of okay.
2: Okay, so it, it's as far as I'm aware. As far as I am aware, he uh, they they are wanting information on people in these pictures, and 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 his picture is one of them. You know. Um, does that make him wanted? Probably, at, at, at least as a person of interest, mm-hmm. because he's in the building. I mean, well, and they have footage, too. They're tracking what every single sure. person did Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. 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 You know, uh, I'm very upset that like that he I'm not upset that he was there. I'm I'm, I'm upset that he went into the building. Let's put it that way. Even though, even though he would be wrong, and I would think that he would be wrong personally for being there, I'm upset that he stormed that building because I feel like he put um, other people that work in his organization, including his own family, uh, to the side for that, and that's not okay. That sucks. That really sucks. You know. It's
0: like these people so badly want to be a part of something important that's bigger than them, that's a part of history, that they, like, tried to make a moment, and it was like, you know, the kid who tries to tell all the pretty girls that he can, like, dance real smooth, and then as soon as he got out onto the basketball court, he just tripped over his own fucking shoes and fell flat on his face, because that's what they did, like, sure, they caused a ruckus, sure, they damaged our democracy, made us look weak, however... They did not accomplish their goals. They did not stop the certification of Joe Biden. They did not, uh, you know, assassinate anyone, luckily.
2: Thankfully. You know, the,
0: the girl that got shot. Okay. No offense. I watched the video. I've seen it. She deserved it. Those guys had their guns drawn and were saying, get back, get back. And she jumped into that window and they, they took the shot, man. What are you supposed to do? You're protecting
2: people you have your gun drawn don't go at a do with the gun drawn like what do you think he's playing you're trying to get into a door that's going to lead to offices where other members of the people of of the house are being held past yeah. that point
0: so that is like that is the moment where you need lethal force and action so okay That girl got what she deserved or whatever. Then there's the lady that got trampled, and apparently, I don't know, again, if this is true or conjecture, some of this could just be great internet gold because how funny these things are and the possibility that it could be true. The lady that might have got trampled holding a don't tread on me flag, like that's irony. Come on now. Uh, the dude who allegedly tased his balls till he died. Did you hear
2: that? I heard that, but I don't know what to make of it. Like, was he trying to make... Unsubstantiated.
0: No, apparently he had a taser in his pocket and he was trying to steal this painting. And as he was trying to steal the painting, the taser went off and it was on his nuts and it literally just tased him until he had a heart attack and died.
2: What a way to go. What a way to go.
0: And if that's real, here's the craziest part about that. If that is real, there is footage from the from the Capitol of a dude just uh, days to death, and they have no idea what's happening. No idea what's happening. Trying to make some levity out of this fucking shit show of a fucking thing we had to deal with.
2: It, man, there was a meme that was basically like day one, and then you know day fourteen hundred, whatever and said it like you know of course day 1 was the inauguration and it was all clean and nice and pretty and then on that day it was filled with smoke from smoke grenades and 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 busted windows and doors and violence and death and 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 and, and the the irony of it is that on inauguration day it was nice and sunny and on this day it was a bit dreary out and this said it was like before and after scar took over pride rock and yes, And it's like, it's very interesting um, uh, dichotomy there. But uh, I mean, this whole thing has been it, like, it's been, it's been rough. I've been trying to stay away from it, but I, but, but, but you can't because literally it, it, it is such an important event that if I try to just close down and just sit down and watch nothing but Dragon Ball all day, which I have done. There's pockets of that where I have to check in to make sure what's going on, what's the latest, <laughs> who's, it, it, you know, is anything going on right now? It, 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 what are they doing? Because I feel like, even though it's what what happened that day is over, the fallout from it is nowhere near over, and it's a day, literally day by day thing. What's happening today? What what is the word on the street today? What are the rumors coming out of, you know, all the people resigning. From the from the from the administration. The people some people there who were with him the entire duration of his term. Talking about um Betsy DeVos and um Mitch McConnell's wife. I can't remember her name. Uh Elaine, Elaine Cho, Cho, I think. Elaine Cho. They were there for the entire time in in their prospective roles. And now they have decided to back off. There's been also a, a, a slew of other people, not just in the cabinet, but uh, Mick Stappers. Mulvaney,
0: Stephanie Grisham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it, the the amount of people that are jumping ship now is crazy. But again, it's 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 like the Titanic, and you know, it's the the one half just capsized and one underwater, the other half is slowly sinking in, and the rats are finally you know abandoning ship.
2: What I want to ask you guys, uh, because I'm, it's going to be interesting to see if you guys think the same way. Or 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 if there's if, if there'd be like a diverse opinion here. What happened to that day and what's happening right now, uh, of course, when we knew when we were kinda coming into a new administration, there were there there were words and conjecture and what ifs about him trying to run again in twenty twenty four. Do you believe that this has effectively possibly ended that?
0: Yes, but It has not effectively ended the possibility for another Trump to run. And that's where we get into dangerous territory because, again, you have a rabid fan base and a rabid cult. It's going to depend on how this four years plays out, Brando and T.Y. Honestly, if the Trumps are brought to justice, if there is actual criminal charges brought against them, if all these cases and things that they're waiting to deal with once they're no longer in that White House, like – come to fruition then maybe people start to see what he is maybe people start to turn their backs on the idea that he was this you know leader and actually was just a cult guy but i just don't i just don't know i don't know if four years is quick enough time to turn this around and if another trump takes a swing at it I, i hate to say it i think they have a shot they really do unless the democrats bring the most honest to fucking god progressive change-based platform that's the only way
2: what about you ty
1: um i don't know there's a lot that could happen with trump and i'm gonna say in the next 12 months and and be realistic um if 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 trump gets put in a position where where he uh legally is not electable anymore um great you know we've 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 won something big there um the the problem that that creates I think is his his protege so to speak so does one of his children run mm-hmm. which could potentially be way worse um you know uh Ivanka is is very very outspoken um you know, if she gets his base riled up, the fact that she's a woman also, um, you know, we're, we're continually pushing towards uh, having a, a woman sitting in the main chair in the Oval Office. I think that could be that could be dangerous. You know, um, it, it, it's hard to say because Pence is kind of the shadow looming over everything. And, and, and I think that um, <coughs> excuse me. I think that the next four years is going to be a lot of the Democrats playing, playing a zone defense kind of, you know, on one hand, we've got to do everything that we can to keep Trump and his lineage out of the office. Pence is still over here doing his thing, you know, then meanwhile, we've still got a lot of of. power hungry politicians that 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 want to step up to the plate.
0: Ted Cruz, Josh Ted, Hawley.
1: Yes. Um, you know, and, and 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 these these representatives realistically are getting younger, not older, um, you know, the people that we've elected the last four or five years. So um I don't know. It 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 it's really unsettling. You know, obviously everything that's going on right now is unsettling. Um but to kind of see you know the ripples going out in politics and 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 potentially what can happen um you know because part of the problem you know we we we've talked about the two party system a little bit there's a lot of third party candidates that if they would just pick republican or democrat would be unbeatable um so i i i don't know um I don't look forward to it. I guess I'll I'll say that. <laughs> well,
2: I don't blame you cuz I I I do remember um uh, you know hitting up the chat or seeing stuff that's been said and seeing uh and hearing from you how much this like not only just the pandemic but then this coming with the pandemic into the election time played a big toll on your psyche and on your mental health. And and, and as I'm sure it has done a lot of people, this has been one of the more exhausting eras of my entire life.
0: One for the fucking ages. That's for sure. And... Well, and it's,
1: you know, it, it, it it's really, really sad because politics is something that I enjoy. Um, you know, that was, that was going to be my career path. We got a, a wild Ruby appears. Um, just awkwardly, just, I'm going to smile and walk by. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um that was you know, what I,
0: episode 330 would have been had we not talked about the real shit that yeah. was a live representation of us just skating by the real shit
1: <laughs> i uh you know i at one time i wanted to be a politician um you know and and every i've watched politicians my entire adult life give me every reason that i i don't want to be a politician um it's it's sad when you have something that you enjoy and something that should be positive and you know it is is the foundation of of why America has the potential to be so great and you see all the people that are constantly muddying the water, you know, constantly making a travesty and a mockery of of you know the the like the crown jewel or of what was once the crown jewel, at least in the way that we've been educated. You know, I've always been told that, you know, America, the great um,
0: greatest country in the world.
1: I don't know that I've ever seen America, the great in my lifetime, maybe post 9-11. You know, I've talked about that a little bit,
0: but there was also rampant racism. post 9-11. That kind of takes away from that shine. I know. That's what I mean. It's it's hard. It's so fucking difficult to even find uh, the concept of America, the great, you know, I,
1: the, the, I think the real toll that the election has taken at least this year or, or, or 2020 on so many people was we could not get away from it. It was inescapable everywhere. Inescapable, every Yes. You know, I, I, I'm driving down the road and you, you see people waiting in line for 12 hours to vote. And it's like, that's unnecessary. And then it's like, oh, man, that sucks for them. I only had to wait in line for 10 minutes. And then you go, you you dig a little bit, because obviously, you know, curiosity kills the cat. You, you dig a little bit, and then you see that, you know, these are uh, minority voters. Uh, and, you know, that's still an awful term that we use. They're not minorities. They're people. You know, there are these voters that are having to wait in twelve hours because the politicians that have an agenda went through and removed all of their polling places, so only so only so many people could vote in the day. That's I mean that's some gangs in New York shit, man. And it's not it's not right. You know, my my dad, who is now my estranged father, who I no longer speak to, um for for a lot a lot of years was he's was trying to brainwash me you know and it, it's like there was a time when i was when i was ultra conservative um you know and I'll, I'll be honest with you i was on the trump bandwagon for a little bit uh hello ruby um not not die hard like like you know i, I wouldn't storm the capitol building um I wouldn't threaten a uh, politician's lives unnecessarily, you know. But I w- I was in there. It, it almost hooked me. And you know, he's it, it, my family has always told me, at least that side of the family, the older you get, the more conservative you'll get. And that, and that's true for a lot of people. But the older I get, the more educated I become. The more I educate myself, the more I go out of the way to truly educate myself and not look at the the sunshine and daisies side of history and and the the, the agendas of pe- of what people want us to to be educated on and the world is fucking awful and i'm sorry but in my lifetime the republicans have done everything they can to make it fucking more awful it's and true. the democrats have too. don't get me wrong but i mean god damn
0: Democrats, though, can admit growth and change. I mean, I, it's in the term liberal, liberation, the idea that you're not, you know, stuck in your ways. Conservatives, the idea is that we are this one way that in 2021, where we've got computer screens and we can talk to each other through the fucking internet and, and, you know, legal cannabis stores and all this crazy shit, that they expect us to still think. That it's 1776 up in this motherfucker and that we should still adhere to those same exact laws and rules and regulations. And that conservative frame of mind and the thinking that the white man is the most powerful on the totem pole is silly. The most powerful man on the totem pole is what I have learned is the most educated. Or to some people, and this is going to bring everything right back around he's the one who can fool the most people
1: into yes. thinking
0: he's educated. And that's where we are now with what we've actually kind of mm-hmm. experienced. So even though Donald Trump is a stupid, uh, uh, audacious motherfucker, you know, the worst,
1: he's smart enough to bamboozle a, a fuck ton of people.
0: 74 million people are still, you know, sucking at the cockles of his heart.
2: <laughs> he's a, he's a salesman. Yeah. Yes. A salesman. Um, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I just, you know, my heart goes out to those who lost their lives and families, who lost people. Unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. Um, I, I strongly, strongly condemn what happened. And, into to, anybody who stormed that building thinking they were doing the right thing, you weren't. You, 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 you weren't. You're on the wrong side of history. And... I hope one day we can look back at this moment as a moment that sparked um, maybe a long time from now, but it was a turning point. But unfortunately, I don't know if that's the case. Um, I, I wish I'm not a guy that wishes ill on anybody. I don't want anybody to die. Um, but every single person that entered that building unlawfully should be charged to the full extent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the cross that you bear, um, the burden that you placed on other people. That's another cross that you'll have to bear. And our, what our job right now is to m- move forward. And, um, first of all, like there was a, th- something I, something I saw that had a whole list, because we need to hold those accountable, accountable, and do that. We can't just, you know, pretend like it never happened. You know, right before we went on air, I was ta- I was I was showing you these these, these tweets from the Twitter of a Death Star PR, where it was just like, ah, well, what do you like? If if we do this, it'll further divide the country. We're already divided, guys. That doesn't mean that people should be able to get away with what happened and their part in it. Um that part comes first after that. Once, once the people who have have to answer for the things that they were involved with, you know, we could try to pick up these pieces and move forward, but it's, it's going to be different from here on. It uh, the, the game has been changed. And, um, at the end of the day, I, I hope that we can, wherever we end up in, in one year, two years, three years, four years in 20 years, I hope, I hope that we can look back and say that we're better off now than we were then.
0: No, I absolutely agree and share that sentiment. Uh, Incremental change and growth, you know, acceptance. I wonder if there's a bunch of people who did vote for Trump who are at home right now. And the siege was the moment where they snapped out of it. And they're coming to grips with themselves. That's going to be a big moment for our country, too is when you have these people who have been and to talk about the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing and the rediscovery of self after the brainwashing, Mm -hmm. you know, and the, and the, and the finding, like, how did I, how did I allow it to get to that crazy point? You know,
2: I, Um, I saw um, or saw, I heard, I'm sorry. My wife has a friend that lives in South Carolina and her dad is the biggest conservative Republican dude, huge Trumper. And uh, he was—he's pissed about what happened. And I guess he had a friend over, and and they started talking politics, and his friend started, of course, in South Carolina. His friend started talking shit about Lindsey Graham, calling him a turncoat and a traitor, and the dude kicked him out of his house. There you go. It's like—and no, no, not— And, you know, that's not to say—we mentioned earlier that Lindsey Graham, dude, he'll—did he turn (laughs) sides—he— he's turned heel and face more than the big show has. So, hey. so it's like it, it, it's no surprise there, you know, when it when it's going to, you know, seat his political gain. Sure. Uh, I just hope we can move on at some point and we can be better. I hope we can get good, good change. And, and you know what? That, that doesn't just mean good change from one party. It, I hope that that the Republican Party can grow out of this singular view of of what their party has grown into. It's morphed into uh, the party of a cult of personality. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, that is dangerous.
0: Mm -hmm. Very much so.
2: And so they... It's weird to say this because... I wish we could get back to us just complaining about regular bullshit than us having to worry or complain about terror or fascism or power hungry liars trying to. I'm ready to move past that. And I'm ready okay. to get back to my good old fashioned true through blue, uh, you know, true blue through and through good old American corrupt politics.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's great.
2: But, uh, honestly, I think that's all I got for today. I think it's about I I think we've I I think we've covered it. Any more? And we're just kind of beating beating a dead horse or maybe a dead elephant at this point.
0: Um, Oh, I see what you did there.
2: But, uh, Hmm. yeah, guys, no, I I wanted to come up of course you know, like this is the first episode that we had Tyler back in a while and uh but I wanted to sit down and talk to you guys. I wanted to sit down and talk to our audience i i I, we, I haven't had a good chance to just talk about this uh yeah word I mean we I've had conversations at work, you know, here and there uh but literally in and, and like even emotionally it's still a bit shaking to me that day. And so I'm glad. And, and thank you guys for taking part.
0: Man, Thanks for yeah. having us. I mean, it was a lot to unpack, a lot to discuss. Uh, I do want to just briefly say this moment in history, just to again, mimic another comic booky thing. Very much feels like the Marvel Civil War thing where I feel like our nation's very fractured. And this is, you know, more like the the MCU. We're seeing the fracture, we're seeing the two different sides, the line has been clearly drawn, but I do hope and pray, and I'm not really a religious person, but like, that we get to a sense of actual unity in this nation, where there's some understanding that we're all just people, we all just want the best for ourselves. You know, you go into these really diverse communities with a lot of different people, and... It's beautiful. It's a great thing. And then you get into these real rural areas where it's, you know, unfortunately heavily just white America and they've not been cultured to anything else. And it's a dangerous thing. And I don't know how to change that, but it needs to happen. And uh, for everybody's sake and for everybody's betterment, because I think the hate of others is ultimately what led us to what happened on January 6th. The hate of others is the root of all.
2: Intolerance, intolerance. Thank you. Has led, like even more so than hate, in, in, intolerance, I feel and intolerance. Like.
0: And and unfortunately, for a time, and we're also kind of, uh and, and not not really. You've seen me post, you guys. You know how not cool I am with it. But tolerating intolerance is also breeding intolerance, because you're allowing the intolerant to to flourish, and they did for a time. And I do hope this is a turning point, and I do think we have a long way to go to heal. But it's, it's hopeful for sure. Um, but before we get down to here, we'll let people know. You know, Check us out on journeyintocomics.com, different podcasting services. Get us Apple Music, Amazon Music, Pod, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Radio, uh, Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network. Got a bunch of cool stuff coming out for you folks. So that's exciting. I can't wait to get into a more exciting mood. Um, this one was the realist. We're a bunch of real motherfuckers right now that kind of had to talk about this shit and and, and really break it down. Um, but it's good. And I want to say this is like kind of the closing. It's good that we're doing this here because we're talking about history that we lived. And, you know, what's beautiful is we've all got children involved in our lives that someday when we're old and gray, they get to look back on history and see where we actually stood. Yeah. And it's not a matter of just going, hey, I was on the right side, buddy. I was fighting the good fight. It's hey, this is a record of my thoughts. This is who who what I, I've always been, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man. Thank you guys for for being a part of this one. It was definitely hard but special. TY, welcome back, bro. I'm glad you survived your crazy work shit, man. Me too. And now I'm a workaholic like you, you know. I don't know when I'll see a day off, but I digress.
1: Don't do anyway, that.
0: I like it. It's fun that way, kinda. No. <laughs> My job is fun. I'm sorry. Like, like it is fun. We it all, is a fun job.
2: We all can't be as, as lucky as you, Nate.
0: Well, in this one instance, I guess you're right, but I digress. <laughs> We're gonna get out of here today for journey into comics, 330 perverted patriotism i don't know what we're gonna fucking call it
2: i was thinking of calling it um uh, that uh like it was something like like last uh, like that wednesday or like black wednesday or like um that one wednesday or that wednesday last week or something like is it something like that because
1: i mean remember last wednesday remember last wednesday
0: There you go. That is definitely it, guys. So for Journey into Comics, 3.30, remember last Wednesday? I've been Nate.
1: I've been T.Y. I've been Brando.
0: We'll see you guys later. I'm not telling you to pop your caps back and all that because I don't think it's necessary right now. Get your brains right. We'll see you guys next week. Later.